T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2. On Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. DeMar DeRozan, I love you. I ain't even talking about you. Shut up. Oh, no. (laughs) Bulls last night, Bulls tonight, plenty of Bulls for you to watch. I don't know who's going to be available and who's not, but... I know what I was watching for a while last night, and I was watching the offense that the Bulls talk about having. What do you mean by that, Dan? They shot 35 three-point field goals. Now, it was That's not as lot. many as the 43 that were shot by the Indiana Pacers. No, nah, but this is stepping in the right direction. And, and shooting threes is good because threes are worth three. Right. And twos are worth two. Right. And the Bulls made 15 of them. And three is more than two, right? Three is more than two. Okay. And if you hit them, you get more points, and that means you win more games. All right. And the entire game changed when Buddy Heald came in and just started raining threes on everybody. He took 10 of them, and he made six of them. That works. And he didn't have any points in the first half. Yeah, right? that works out really well. That's a that's a good percentage, Well, one would say. What I liked and what I was really interested to see is how the ball moved and how when this team talked about ball movement, player movement, inside, outside, side to side, running the offense through Vooch, but not necessarily funneling everything into him late in the shot clock. We saw what it looked like. I'm not taking it. They lost the game. It was horrible, and, and Zach choked at the end, and the defense was terrible. Whatever. But just independent of everything else, the, the weight lifted for a moment there. The, the, the clouds parted, and the sun shone through. There was actual NBA big boy offense. You could you could see it. You could envision what it's supposed to look like when you're not waiting for your ball stopper to stop the ball to take his contested two. And then everyone's like, oh, do I cut now? Or is it my turn next? Or when? No, it was you're open, you're open, you're more open. Being able to turn the corner around a screen and not have somebody waiting in his spot crowded inside the three-point line. It was just nice. This is why I have been urging them. It was urging them to trade DeMar DeRozan when they could. Because it gums everything up to have somebody that important in what you do whose job it is to not catch and shoot, but to get the ball to then stop, to begin to make moves, 
all with the goal of getting a contested two-point shot. It's just not good basketball. It can be exciting. You win a couple games here and there. You make some all-star teams and all that. But it's just not modern NBA. Can I see that against a better team? I absolutely want to. No question. This will, you, will you run a similar offense tonight when you take on Milwaukee? I would like them to. And even if they miss the shots, the way I watch some of the offense, and against the Magic, yeah, there was some standing around. They missed some good threes. They missed some good shots. But they got those threes. And I, I mentioned this to you before the show, and this is, this is a, a, a different story. But it's really disappointing that the Tribune couldn't get an article written about a, in today's paper, in my paper on my porch, that they couldn't get on there a game that tipped off at 6 p.m. Right. Come on. Come on. I shouldn't be reading a piece, a larger Bulls piece, based on the Magic game and based on pregame quotes talking about stagnant offense, stagnant offense, because you don't write that, or you follow that up and say, wait a second, all this stuff about standing around. Maybe maybe they had a breakthrough where right. they were doing some stuff. And the, the game that was just played was an answer to the story that was written. I'm like, whoa, whoa, and I had to go back and see, did, did they watch this most recent game? But it wasn't based on that. Yeah. And that's, I, don't, I don't need two-day-old news, you know? It's a 6 p.m. tip. I agree with you, but this has become one of the bigger problems when it comes to news distribution overall. Staffing is down. I know. I and I know and, the reasons for it. You know, but I mean, but some people don't. Some people don't realize that that's part of what's happening here. So decisions have to be made, and some of those decisions have been like, oh, you you have a an AP writer covering a local game. It's like, uh. Like that doesn't feel great, but the newsrooms are so much smaller now that they're banking on you going to the digital version of the paper to get that story. And I do versus I, you know I I primarily subscribe in as a supporter, yeah, of local news that I feel it's sort of a civic duty. Sure, especially for those of us that are in the industry of sports media, it's it's a. And honestly, it helps us do our jobs better. That's why I have a subscription to The Athletic and The Sun-Times and The Tribune and, and USA Today so that I can jump into and read some of that stuff, like some of the stuff that Fegan wrote today on The Athletic about what the White Sox are up to. Um, and it's things are getting dark. At some point, we could have the conversation about where media is going because sports media in particular, I think things are real dark right now. And we saw the beginnings of it a few weeks ago. And now with everything that's happening at Sports Illustrated, what's soon to happen with Major League Baseball and, and Sinclair. And I don't Bally's. think people know. I, I, I really don't think the story of what's happening with some baseball broadcasts is, is – understood enough yeah that because people a lot of baseball fans aren't really tuned in yet especially older baseball fans you might literally and, not be tuned well right in. but they're gonna say where's my team and they're they're they may not be on or you may have to jump through some hoops and go to some different places Man, to just find your team a few years ago the a's announced that they're not going to have a radio broadcast mm-hmm. which i i, I think, think they changed that right i hope so i think they're back because because to me like that's a to me, that's a pretty easy thing to do. 
like the radio broadcast, but but now you know some teams are cutting back on who they allow to travel with the team and a team like the A's that's just dying to move to Las Vegas or wherever the hell they're going to go. But yeah, things are getting bleak and there've been some decisions made at the highest levels of our business that are going to come home to roost soon. And the consumer I think is going to be damaged in ways that they don't even realize yet. And I know that I've, you know, I did a couple podcasts about this on house of L and I, I have colleagues and be like, Lawrence, you're being a doomsayer right now. But I'm trying to figure out how to get out of some of this stuff. And I, I can't. Like some of the financial promises that have been made mm-hmm. are not going to be kept. And once you have these companies, which is inevitable that Sinclair is going to file for bankruptcy. Like maybe as early as tomorrow. You know, like it is inevitable that that's going to happen. And then there's the who becomes their top creditor and what what do Major League Baseball, the NHL and the NBA do if some of these these regional sports networks are not around or not able to broadcast their product. This is what Craig Calcaterra wrote in the Cup of Coffee newsletter today. He said, Rob Manfred said, we are prepared no matter what happens to make sure the games are available to fans in their local markets. And he added, if Bally's doesn't make the required payments, which it almost certainly won't, clubs will terminate their contracts with it. MLB would produce games and would try to arrange for cable and satellite distributors to air them, which is to say, A, it will be a mess and people will have a hard time watching their teams in the short term. And B, even if MLB does arrange for alternatives, there will be a really big hit to revenue in the short term and possibly longer. Manfred admitted that if Bally files for bankruptcy, he does not expect that the clubs and the league can simply replace the lost revenue. That seems like a massive problem that will cause tremendous disruption in both business terms and in the fan experience. I have no idea why it remains a story that basically only sports business people are covering. I predict it will be national news, like beyond the sports page, within a couple of months at the outside. I I think that Craig is correct uh, in in his assertion. The other part of it is, um, so Major League Baseball had this, this part, this wing of Major League Baseball called Advanced Media. BAM Tech, Major League Baseball Advanced Media. They have been... They've been so far ahead of the game, like when it comes to the way that baseball is served. And I know I'm not talking about like blackout stuff because I know that that's the bane of a lot of people's existence. But the MLB app and everything that's gone along with their streaming apparatus has been so well done. And the technology has been so good that other people have wanted a piece of it. So MLB is kind of systematically sold off BAM tech. A few years ago, they sold 50% of it for close to a billion dollars. So every team in Major League Baseball got $30 million that they could just, and it was a one-time thing. Like, it wasn't going to be a recurring thing. Well, this past year, they got to the end, and they sold all of BAM Tech now to Disney for another billion dollars. So every team in baseball got another $30 million before you cut the lights on, before you open the gates, all of that stuff. Some teams said, we're going to take that money and we're going to spend right now. And it's why you saw some teams make some some moves that you go, wow, I didn't expect them to do that. Other teams took that $30 million and said, we're never seeing that money again. 
So we're going to put that money in the savings. Like we're not going to put it mm-hmm. back into the on-field product because it's a one-time thing versus something that's that can play out over uh, years. So all of this stuff is fascinating. I keep wondering, and I I know that I'm I've talked to people inside of the industry that think that I'm crazy about this, but I'm wondering if Major League Baseball, depending on what the rules end up being after we go through the bankruptcy part of this. I'm wondering if they might be able to make up some of that revenue by going backwards, by going back to over-the-air television in <sighs> in some cases. I think that is very market-specific. You're probably right. Like it, you're, It's got to be the right station in the right market with the right fan base. You're probably to, to right. To actually be beaming it out of a stick on the ground. Because, you know. And it looks like, like even with this Sinclair Bally's thing, it looks like Marquee will be fine, even though they're they're connected but not in an ownership manner. They they use Sinclair in for a distribution in a distribution partnership, but it's it's owned by the Cubs or a, or a, an entity of the Cubs. But I kept thinking, like you know, not that it would happen in this market necessarily. But like Channel Nine jump back into the game. Baseball back on Channel Nine, one way or the other. It, but I will. I agree with Craig. Like I've done podcasts on the subject. I think that this is going to be a huge piece of news. Like once it happens, and we start to actually understand the ramifications of it, whether Rob Manfred is right that Major League Baseball is prepared for this, I, I think that's asking a lot for them to maybe end up producing. Games for, let's call it 16 teams. 16 teams every day for the next six months. Are you ready to absorb that? Do you have the workforce to be able to pull all of that off? I've got questions. No one seems to have answers on it yet. And I don't really trust Rob, so (laughs) there's that. Oh, I forgot. I got to tell people. Um, Tonight, if you would like a chance... I'm going to be at the Bennies in Evergreen Park tonight from 5 to 7 with Remy Martin. Okay? So this is what we're doing. We're giving you a chance to play on the Court of Dreams at the United Center. We're going to register you. If you come through, just come through and register. Be careful because I know the weather's really bad. But if you're out near like Evergreen Park, Oaklawn, the Bennies on 95th Street, I'll be there with Remy Martin from 5 to 7 and we're going to register you to win an opportunity to play on the Quarter Dreams at the United Center. They're going to give you a free case of yak? Well, there is some sampling that go, that will be going on. I don't know if I will be partaking in the sampling, but there will be some sampling of, of Remy Martin going on. It should be written into your deal next time. Well, I mean, I can. It's not like I can't, but, you know, I am driving. Oh, well, mm-hmm. why don't you get a driver? I should get it. Well, I did get one. That's right. a whole nother story. Getting oh, he's a different kind of driver. Yeah, right? a different type of driver. But yeah, you know, come on through. Five to seven, Benny's on 95th Street. Me and Remy Martin trying to get you out here in these streets. And we got Jason Leisure coming up at the top of the hour. We are. We should mention that there's a couple of uh, programming notes for tomorrow on The Score. Uh, Theo Epstein is scheduled to join the Mully and Haw show tomorrow with a, a time TBA. So that'll be something that should be of interest. I'm sure we will bring some of that back on our show. And the Cubs director of pitching, Craig Breslow, 
is uh, a possibility to join us tomorrow as well. We were, we were thinking it might be possible today. We can get super wonky tomorrow. Yeah, I'd like to. It's very interesting what's what's going on with him. He's got to feel like a winemaker that had to have the, the, the fruits of his labors on delay a little bit because he a lot of the stuff was big picture developmental stuff of getting guys drafted and developing and in the system and part of all of their new technology and everything. And we're just starting to see the first examples of what's come through on, on his watch. But the Cubs are pretty excited about what their their pitching infrastructure is doing at this point. Yeah, it'd be nice to to kind of just kind of talk about baseball with them. Yeah, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice, that idea? Um, to be excited about new additions. Not new additions. You should always be excited about them. By the way, 8 o'clock a.m. for Theo tomorrow. Just, Great. Just crossed. 8 a.m. Great. You can hear his thoughts on whether or not he can save baseball. And I hope they ask him about, are people going to be able to see baseball this year? Yeah, he's been working on the rules stuff. He's been I, I just. I, I, the bases are too big. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, I wanted the safety bases. Why wouldn't at first base? Why wouldn't you have a safety base? It makes all the sense in the world what's, to me. What's what's the negative? What's the downside? I don't know. You decrease collisions. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I think probably get a better sense of whether someone's out or safe. You still have replay. You just you know you just got that orange base on the inside. It's and- the safety base. It's the safety base. We're back to the Super Bowl commercials. That's true. That was a rule that if you had a Casio keyboard, the two things you had to play were Axel F by Harold Faltermeyer and Safety Dance. Otherwise, they take your Casio keyboard away. It, it would be rescinded. They would, their secret police would come out, and if you hadn't played those within a certain period of turning it on, they would remove it from your possession. My milkshake <laughs> brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> I would play the first few notes of I Ain't Mad At You by Tupac. Do, 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 boom, boom. Do, 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 boom, boom. Did I hear Tupac at the Bulls game last night? He was there. Did I? No, did I hear the California? I heard the the baseline at some point. Probably. I'm pretty sure I did. He also was at the game. The hologram or actually him? Him. Oh, really? He's in from Cuba. 847 says maybe Theo can save baseball after he ruined it. He admits that. He Yeah, he he will be the first one to say that he's he's partially doing this because he's one of the people who broke it. Yeah, he's atoning is what he is. It's sort of like the, the hacker who's then hired by the government to stop other hackers. Or what's the guy's name? The Catch Me If You Can, Frank Abagnale. Right? Oh, yeah. Who was, the, who was finding the ways to scam... Documents and checks and all that. And or Frank Lucas. Which was Frank Lucas? Denzel Washington. American Gangster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he, would he turn? Yeah, he turns. He snitched. He snitched big time. Big time. He put everyone out there on Front Street. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.